Okay, okay, hey, welcome to the Thursday Night Ritual Report Show. Every Thursday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Pastor Michael Smith, and co-host, Sister Big Brim. If you are new to this page, if you just stumbled across this page, if this is your first time here, hit that follow button and turn on your notifications. Hit that like button as you guys come in here. And if you have any questions or comments, put your questions or comments down below. And, uh, let's go ahead and pray in. Our Father. Our Father. Which are in heaven. Which are in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. On earth. As it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. The power and the glory. The power and the glory. Forever and ever. Amen. Right, everybody mute your phones except Sister Big Brim. And let's get these rituals going. Uh, the ritual reports that you will never hear America news media uh, reporting on. You will never hear them reporting on things that you hear every Thursday night at 9 o'clock p.m. So we have to deliver it to you so that you can identify when you see it happening around you. When you see these things happen around you, you know that it's a ritual. All right. Uh, before we get into it, Sister Big Rim, let's uh, see if there's anybody got any questions or comments. Yes, sir. Omar Lewis, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Okay. Omar Lewis, good evening, Pastor and everyone. Andrew Pringle, here we go. John Frazier is watching. Ken Kane, good evening, Pastor Smith and everyone. Sarita Simmons is watching. Fonda Carroll, good evening, everyone. And she sent you... 50 stars, Pastor. Sister Fonda Carol, blessings and peace be unto you, Sister Fonda. How you bless you? Stephanie Smith, good evening, Pastor Smith, Sister Smith, and the Saints. Derek Hall, good evening, Pastor Michael Smith, and everybody, and blessings to the Most High. Derek Hall sent you 50 stars, Pastor. Brother Hall, Brother Hall, blessings and peace be unto you. Ahaya bless you, Brother Hall. And now back to the story. All right, let's get to these reports. If you haven't hit that like button yet, hit that like button. All right, go ahead. I'm more broke after sleeping and eating in graves for Sakwa Cash, footballer confesses. Wait a minute. A footballer confesses that he's more broker 
after he was eating, sleeping, and what in graves? Eating and sleeping in graves. <laughs> eating Pouring and sleeping mm-hmm. in graves. Sister Smith. Yes? Isn't this uh, also part of one of them damn Orishas? Yes. Sleeping in graveyards and hanging in graveyards. That's all y'all and I'll show. You hear that? Do you hear that? You know what I'm saying? So when you hear about people doing these things like this, it's two different deities that they are doing this to. What's them two deities? Oya and Oshun. Okay. So there you have it. All right. So thank you for that, Sister Smith. Now let's go ahead. Sister Big Grim. A young footballer has said he was once a fetish priest. In his search for wealth, he had to sleep naked at graveyards. In the end, he said he became poorer than he was. Damn, he had to sleep naked at graveyards. So when you see somebody naked in a graveyard, just don't think he's crazy. Because that's what most people would say. Most people say, oh, this man crazy. He's naked. Where's his clothes at? No, he's doing a ritual. Go ahead. The chilling accounts of young Ghanaian footballer who disclosed that he was a former fetish priest broke in 2016. The young player popularly called Jimmy Brown revealed circumstances that led him to becoming a pauper in the quest for riches. As part of the things he went through, he had to sleep at a graveyard without any clothes on for two weeks. Two weeks? Can you imagine somebody sleeping in a graveyard butt naked for two weeks? What what would happen if the, if you did this over here in America and the police pulled up on you and you butt naked in the graveyard with a pillow next to a tomb? I think you would be considered crazy. That's what they will think you are. But little do you little do they know you are actually doing a ritual. Go ahead. A young Ghanaian footballer player, I mean footballer, who is a former fetish priest, popular George, popularly called Jimmy Brown, has revealed that he became a pauper in his pursuit to acquire riches overnight through money rituals known as Sakawa. According to him, after obeying the instructions of the fetish priest, where he slept at a graveyard naked for two weeks to loot graves and steal human parts of a buried corpse, a buried corpse, he ended up being poorer than he opted for. He said he didn't get the riches that he yearned for after presenting human bones such as hands, legs, and skulls to the fetish priest. The converted fetish priest recalled that his efforts sleeping inside the caskets with his friend at midnight. Oh, Lord, Lord, here goes the casket rituals. (laughs) Here goes the casket rituals. (laughs) Usually when these things take place, you need at least one or two other people to be with you. Because the whole purpose of doing this casket ritual is for one of the people that participate in the ritual to be, to be considered a dummy. And what does it be to be to be a dummy? It means to be um, 
like Maya Campbell. I give an example. You have Daylight Soul. It was three of them, wasn't it? Well, we know who we know which one the dummy was in Daylight Soul. He just recently went over and passed away. You see, they had a long struggle with Tommy Boy Records. And then just recently, they won an agreement to get their music streamed on the streaming sites. At the cost of who? The dummy. <laughs> so, so read that line again. They, they were, he was sleeping in graves with his friends. The converted fetish priest recalled that his efforts of sleeping inside the casket with his friend at midnight for two weeks to achieve this demonic mission didn't materialize. See, it had to be with his friend. <laughs> Whoever sent him to do this, they were supposed to make his friend a dummy for the success of him. If he wanted to be a famous footballer, you know what I'm saying, the friend that was sleeping in the casket with him would have ended up like Michelle from Destiny's Child. All the time you turn around, Michelle got mental health issues, um, relationship problems, um, you name it. Everything but making and producing a hit record, you know what I'm saying, Michelle is going through. But go ahead. Hello? Yes, go ahead. Does anyone hear me? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we can hear you. Am I offline? No. No. Pastor? I can hear you. Gotta be Facebook. It's Facebook. Hey, Facebook. Wait a minute. Can you hear me? Oh, am I on mute? Maybe I'm on mute. Let me see. Maybe I'm on mute. Okay, am I on mute? Oh, I must have been on mute. That's probably what I meant. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I must have been on mute. I'm good now. So, yeah, so that's what that's what that is. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, Michelle ain't been right ever since Destiny's Child hit the scene. And she's going through everything but a hit record. She will never, ever produce a hit record on her own. Hell, she can't even produce a hit podcast. She only dropped two podcast episodes, and we ain't heard from her podcast ever since. But go ahead. I'm sorry, before we get to reading, did you know that Great Adventures, you know the um the theme park Great Adventures? Mm-hmm. They had a thing where if you stayed in the casket overnight, they'll pay you like $300 to $500. And they're like cemetery thing during the fight fright fest. I heard of that. I heard of okay. that. Yes, I did hear of that. And when and I actually I did a report when they was doing it. What was that? That was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I did a report actually when they announced that, and I explained the same thing I'm explaining to you now. The casket ritual. I explained it then. I think that was back. I think that was, I think I was in Brooklyn then. So I think that was back in 2014. I think it's around 2014, mm-hmm. 2015. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, yeah. And I explained the same way I've explained it now. I explained it back then. But go ahead. Jimmy revealed that he had to eat and drink water at the graveyard during his two-week stay there. But eventually, he didn't receive the riches he was yearning for. Pepper, I kind of remind you of somebody, huh? Let's see if anybody knows 
who this rapper remind who this remind what rapper this remind you of? Actually, it's two. It's two two rappers. One female, one male rapper. I give you an example. Why W N Melly? <laughs> he did a oh, ritual, and he ain't experiencing nothing. Oh, here's another one. Azalea Banks, you know what I'm saying? Did all of that stuff, eating her dead cat, digging her dead cat up, eating it. You know what I'm saying? All of these rituals she did into public, and it never worked out for her. <laughs> That's another one. And we all know Jaguar, right? <laughs> Nothing never works out for her. So, mm, mm, mm. go ahead. Pepper George stated that he and his friend would have died a useless de- a useless death if they had not avoided handshakes, hugs, and pushes from their friends they met on the way from the graveyard. The young talented football who wanted to be rich said he was deceived by the fetish priest who promised him riches, saying after all these struggles, the riches never appear. He underscored and the, that the fetish priest showed him pictures of the money sent by the gods, but he didn't receive it physically. You hear that? Pictures of money sent by the who? By the gods. With an S, right? Yes. Sister Smith. Yes. What do these idiot worshippers of these damn deities call these deities? Horatius. Yeah. They call them their gods, right? Yes. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. They're different gods. They're Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, that's what they call them. But little do people know, they are just weak, powerless demons. That if you give energy into it, now they have dominion over you, and now you have to do what they want you to do. So if it means you taking a sandwich that's come from feces and putting it in your mouth and eating it, you have to do it because now these damn demons got power over you, dominion over you. When the Lord told us what? Don't ye know, this is 1 Corinthians, don't ye know that ye shall judge angels. What angels is that? These same idiot deities that these Negroes today worship. Go ahead. In a video interview with Vibes and Five, hosted by Arnold M. Aldania, cited by My News Ghana, he asserted, I wanted to be very rich, so I went for money rituals. I was asked to bring human parts such as legs, hands, skull. We got some from the graveyard after two weeks of sleeping at midnight naked. My friend and I had to walk backwards from the graveyard. Ooh, what I tell you? <laughs> what I tell you? I told you. When you walk, when you when you do this, it means you done messed up. It means you done messed up. I gave an example. It was another um, uh, documentary I seen where this one young man, you know what I'm saying? So when after you go through the casket ritual, you know what I'm saying, and you start enjoying your success, the first thing the juju priests tell you is enjoy your success. But you can, you know what I'm saying, enjoy your success, but you can own nothing. But one in this documentary I seen, this one person 
bought a house and he thought he can get away with buying a house and putting in his mama's name. But the so-called Orishas or whatever you want to call them found out and went get sent word back to the Juju priest and the Juju priest summoned him. And if either he's going to have to die or he's going to have to every time he walks on his mama's property he got to walk backwards from the front gate all the way into the house he has to walk backwards in and when he's leaving he got to walk backwards weird things like that walking backwards symbolizes something where you messed up at go ahead um, we had to avoid handshakes and hugs with all these struggles. I didn't get the money. The fetish priest showed me pictures of the money and sent me to a cemetery where he claimed to have kept the money. He advised the youth to desist to desist from getting rich through dubious means, which will lead them to death or troubles. That's it. All right. There you have it. Sick and twisted. Let me tell you something. This is a religion, and Africans practice and worship this religion wholeheartedly. When you see an African and an African saying that he's a Christian, he's a liar. He's telling you that just to get on your good side. The, but the, same, the same way the people who call themselves us tell you that they practice the Torah they don't. They tell you they practice the Torah for to so that they can look to be us. But they really practice the Babylonian Tammud. And what is the Babylonian Tammud? Uh-oh. It's the same religion as the Africans. You know what I'm Voodoo. That's what the Babylonian Tammud is. Voodoo. The same religion. It's just a different name. Just tells you, it just tells you that these people who call themselves us, the Bible said in the book of Genesis, they married the daughters of the Canaanites. So it was it's only logically right that the Babylonian Tatmud is voodoo. So the same thing. So these people that call themselves us, who own these labels, if you sign to these labels, you got to practice the same voodoo. You see? Case in point is why Kodak Black comes out of jail and was shown on camera doing what? Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's the same reason why Kodak Black on Donald Trump's birthday, he went and got a platinum chain with Donald Trump's face on it. His slave master. Showing you who his real boyfriend is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Case in point. You see? Then when you sign these contracts, whether you're a football player, basketball player, whatever you are, you got to do these same voodoo rituals. Pay, bottom line. All right. So we got that report out the way. Now let's go ahead and get to these questions and comments. Sister Big Brand. Stephanie Smith sent you 200 stars. Stephanie, a higher bless you. Blessing and peace be unto you, Sister Stephanie. Debbie Harmon Mobley, good evening everyone. 
And Pastor, she sent you 50 stars. Oh, Sister Mobley. Blessings and peace be unto you, Sister Mobley. How you bless you. Melanie Baron. Good evening, Pastor Smith and Sister Smith and Sister Big D. Bryn and Sister Dana and everyone. Good evening, Melanie. Marvel James. Good evening, everyone. Grace Positive. Good day, Pastor and family. Tiffany James. Good evening, everyone. John Frazier. Good evening, Pastor and everyone. Nika Flo. Good evening, everyone. Stephanie Smith. Blessing, Sister Smith. Sister Dana, Sister Big D. Bryn, Sister Teresa, Brother Monday, Ahaya Glory. Um, Ahaya, give glory to the saints in speakers' panels. Ahaya, blessings to you, Sister Stephanie Smith. Sister Harvey, good evening, everyone, and Pastor Michael and Sister Smith and Sister Big Brim and everyone in the group and on the panel and in the comment board and all my sisters and brothers that part of the ministry in Christ Yeshua's name. Peace and blessings. Good evening, Sister Harvey. Patricia House is watching. John Frazier sent you 50 stars, Pastor. Brother Frazier, Brother Frazier. Higher bless you. Blessings of peace be unto you, Brother Frazier. Now to the story. All right, let's get to the next story. Make sure you guys hit that like button if you haven't done so already. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Sister Chantel. Okay, thank you. Pastor, I have a question. Uh-huh. Uh, I just want to know, the dummy, uh, is this because Michelle has a bigger star than Beyonce? Uh, That's why she's the dummy? No, it's, it's the same thing as the name of the group, Destiny's Child. It's because the destiny of Michelle was taken for the success of uh, Beyonce and Kelly Rowland. That's why they are the famous ones. And every time you see Michelle, well, she can't even get her podcast off the ground. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, so the dummy, uh, it's, I just want to understand. Yeah, when they go through this casket ritual, you know what I'm saying? It, it's best that they go through the casket ritual with either one or two other people because one has to be, you know what I'm saying, the dummy. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, I forgot what scripture it is, when, um, I think it was a, two, is it two sheeps or a goat, and the sins was cast upon the he-goat, and the he-goat was sent into the desert, you know what I'm saying, that's what, you know what I'm saying, it symbolizes, you know what I'm saying, that uh, the destiny of the one of the three. It's kind of the same way with um, R. Kelly. When R. Kelly first came out, he tried to go directly to Jive Records to ink a deal with Jive Records as an independent artist. But Jive Records, at the time, who owned Jive Records? It was some billionaire African that owned Jive Records. Jive Records was, at one time, one of the biggest music distribution company in America. Uh, African owned it. You notice when the Negroes try to own a big distribution, well, when Master P, J Prince, and uh, I forgot the other one, tried to come together to get a music dish, a black owned music distribution company, look what happened to them. But yet they allowed a big African to own a music distribution company, which was Jive Records. And R. Kelly went to Jive Records by himself 
to ink a deal with Jive Records and they told him no. He got to go and get form a group. And that's where um, 12 Play uh, uh, came in. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, yeah, 12, 12 Play? I forgot. Um, the, the group that he formed came into play and he made the song 12 Play and all of that. But it only lasted that one album. After that one album, R. Kelly got signed independently to Jive Records. But what happened to the other group people that was in this group? You ain't never heard of them no more. One of them is a you-know-what. Here's another one. Young Jeezy. Young Jeezy was doing good as a mixtape artist down in Georgia. But then P. Diddy came into play. And P. Diddy knew that Jeezy could not sign as an independent artist. P. Diddy knew that he had to be signed as a group. So P. Diddy had Jeezy signed as a group to the group called Boys in the Hood. It lasted that one album. After that one album, Jeezy signed immediately to Def Jam. But what happened to Boys in the Hood? Who knows? So, you know what I'm saying? That's how the rituals work. One has to be the dummy. So the dummy could be anyone, Pastor. Hell yes, so yes. It could be anyone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He got that right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody, you know what I'm saying, say, hey, come on. We can get, we can become this, uh, this reality show star. I need you. I need you now. Come on. <laughs> Don't go. Because they need you to be dumber than a box of rocks. Like Maya Campbell running through the streets of Atlanta, selling her booty and smoking crack. Yeah, like that. Okay. I thought it was the Juju Priest that's choosing the dummy. Oh, no, no, the Juju Priest. No, no, the Juju Priest is the one that uh, is contacts the, as Sister Smith call it, the Aresias. Yeah, okay. yeah. There's the juju priest that does that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, kind of like, uh, like I tell the testimony of uh, my friend's father, who made his uh, youngest daughter a dummy, Cindy. To this day, she's an adult, a dummy running to through the streets of Long, well, Suffolk County, a straight up dummy, a straight up whack job. She is in the same mindset of Maya Campbell. The only mm. difference is Maya Campbell got a little status because she's been in movies and, and such things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Cindy haven't been nowhere but the welfare office. Oh. Mm-hmm. And no matter how much you try to get them together, it will never work. Okay. Okay. Make sure you guys hit that like button. And um, any other questions, Sister Shintel? No, Pastor. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead, Sister Big Bro. I got a question to ask. Uh-huh. So basically, um, your friend, the, um, the young girl that you know, Cindy, mm-hmm. a young lady, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that won't come off her. Who has to die? The Juju Priest or her father? Um, her father has to die. For it to lighten up, you will never come out of the curse 
because the curse got to be reversed. A curse cannot come off. A curse can only be reversed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's how a curse, that, you know what I'm saying? But it will always, you know what I'm saying? You will always suffer the side effects from it. Like, um, like you have, you know, the C-19. People who experience the C-19 may have a, uh, Succumb, uh, came out of their experience of the C-19, but they still will suffer long-term effects from the C-19. It's the same thing with the rituals. They're still going to suffer the effects of the ritual. It just won't be effective. So after the, the, um, the, the person who put it on you dies, it will still be on you, but it won't be as effective. You can somewhat live uh, a sane life. I understand. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. Sakawa boy goes crazy after digging grave to fetish priests for ritual. Mm-mm. Here's another one. That's uh, in in old uh, British terms. They call it going mad. <laughs> so Sakawa boy goes mad, aka crazy. After what? Um, after digging grave of fetish priest for ritual. Okay, go ahead. A young man at Nahiso, a suburb of Komasi in the Ashanti region has been picked up by the Ooh, look. <laughs> and you know it's sad that Negroes in America think of Shanti you know what I'm saying it's, and I'm not talking about the singer I'm talking about you know what I'm saying the Ashanti tribe oh those are Hebrews no those are Africans stop trying to identify us to Africans go ahead a young man in Nahiso, a suburb of Kumansi in the Ashanti region has been picked up by the police after confessing that he dug a grave of a popular and powerful fetish priest, Anthony Moe, for money rituals. The young man who has only been identified as YB was said to have looted the grave of the fetish priest who died last year, collected every bone he found, and subsequently consulted another spiritualist to perform rituals for him to be rich. But the spiritualist told him that the bones he had supplied were from an individual who had fortified himself spiritually while alive, and hence his bones could not be used for the ritual. The family of the fetish priest had visited his grave on Thursday morning to perform some rites over a year of his death. After a year of his death. However, the family realized that the remains of the fetish priest were nowhere to be found. They subsequently lodged a complaint at the Nahiso police station. YB was later picked up by the police after he confessed that he had ransacked the late fetish priest grave at dawn for rituals. He had before then behaved weirdly after stripping himself naked on the streets of Nahiso. And that's it. Mm-mm-mm. That's when you're going mad. That's what Cindy do. Cindy do that same thing. She literally, 
She literally walked up and down straight paths. You know what straight paths are? That's in Windinch. That's the home of Rakim. You know what I'm saying? She would literally walk up and down the strip of on, in straight path. You know what I'm saying? In Windinch, bucket naked, talking about black, black. Because she sway up and down, she's a blood. You know what I'm saying? And that's what she do. Up and down. I mean, breasts is just flapping back and forth. Back and forth. It's just going black, black. <laughs> and she sway up and down. She's a blood. But <laughs> that's mad. And all that is because her father, who is a full-blooded Haitian, straight off the boat from Haiti. I mean, he can barely speak English. That's how much. That's how much he, he he's uh, attached to Haiti, and he did that to his own daughter at a very young age. A very Cindy was what? How old? I think damn near what eight, eight years old, and now she's a, an adult. Crazy. Go ahead. Um, we're to the comment board now. Okay. All right. Uh, go to the comment board. Derek Hall, Pastor Michael Smith. It was Suge Knight, Irv Gotti from Murder, Inc. Jay Prince and Jay-Z sent the feds at them. That's how Jay got, Jay-Z got where he's at now. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You know what I'm saying? And you see, no Negro can own a music distribution company. But yet... If you look and see who owned, who who was the owner of Jive Records, it was some billionaire African. Owned, and, and who did this billionaire African sign to Jive Records? All Hebrews. All Hebrews were being signed to Jive Records at an alarming rate. Even Buster Rhymes was at one time signed signed to Jive Records. P.D. Pablo was signed to Jive Records, courtesy of Buster Rhymes' um, manager at the time. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that was something else. <laughs> Buster Rhymes man, well, Buster Rhymes manager at the time lived right next door to my friend, so I had the inside scoop on that. P.D. Pablo was in jail at the time when Buster Rhymes told his manager to go and sign P.D. Pablo straight out of jail. Buster Rhymes' manager at the time signed P.D. Pablo to a label, all right, but it wasn't flip mode. (laughs) He got a bigger check by signing P.D. Pablo straight to jive. And... From that day forward, that's when Pete, uh, um, Buster Rhymes and his manager at the time, they was fighting back and forth because Petey Pablo, for Petey, for Petey Pablo being signed straight to Jive and got a big signing bonus for that, Petey Pablo gave Buster Rhymes' manager at the time, I believe it was a, a, one of them big body Benzes as a reward. And that's when you heard North Carolina stand up, take your shirt off. Yeah, that was because Buster Rhymes manager at the time shortchanged Buster and went and signed Petey Pablo straight to the African. But the 
bus arrives from Uniondale. That's Nassau County. But go ahead. Walter Cooper, the name of R. Kelly's first album was named Born in the 90s. 12 Play was the second one. Uh, no, it was a, um, it was a, the group, the group, not, not the name of the album, the group, um, not what it was called, it was a group, but, uh, uh, Carl Kelly was signed with, with a group, three, it was him and two other men, got what it was, but it was a group, and then after that one album, which was, I believe it was 12 Play. It was 12 play because that's who he that's who he was signed to group with, and once he signed to Jive with that group, it lasted that one album. Then he went solo, and he believed that he can fly, and he did. Go ahead. Now his wings got clipped, but go ahead. Arthur C. Lyons, my neighbor was from Kumasi, laughing my ass off. Derek Hall, old pastor, Michael Smith, and his partner in crime, Dame Dash, that's why he broke today, because of Jay-Z running to the feds on them. No, Dame Dash is not in the spotlight today because his assignment was over. Jay-Z was promoted... To the president of Def Jam because your enemy needed a black face to head the department of Def Jam so that they won't be looked at as the one that's the financing these groups. Jay-Z was promoted to the head of Def Jam. Jay-Z was given money from the powers that be to formulate a group. So he went and got Dame Dash. Dame Dash went and found a group. All of this is funded by your enemy. Dame Dash went and funded a group called Dipset. That group, per sole purpose, was to push the Nine Trade Blood Gang persona throughout the East Coast. And they did a wonderful job. Why? And here's, a, here's another example. Because before Cam Cameron was talking about blood this and blood that, he was horse and carriage signed to Violator Records. Horse and carriage. Mason better. He was not no blood. But yet when he signed to Dipset, all of a sudden he pushing bloods. And they all was pushing that blood crap because that was the agenda. Now that that agenda is complete, they don't need Dame Dash no more, and that's how everything dismantled. Go ahead. Claudette Angelia Grant. Good night, Pastor, Mrs. Smith, and all beautiful people. A higher blessings to us all. Derek Hall. Public announcement passed. There you go. That's it. That's it. Public announcement. That's the group. Public announcement. He went and formed the group, called it Public Announcement. He took that group, signed to Jive Records. That group only lasted one album. Then he went solo. But what happened to Public Announcement? A couple of years ago, I seen one of 
the person from public announcement who was being interviewed by Vlad. He's a you-know-who now. Go ahead. Jasper Sanders, public announcement. Patricia House. Don't know much about these people, but some names I recognize. Lisa Cooper, public announcement. Jasper Sanders, R. Kelly was with the group, public announcement. I was there. The host talent shows around May or June. Now back to the story. Okay, okay. If you haven't hit that like button already, hit that like button. Go ahead. 15-year-old boy caught trying to use his mother for money rituals. Ooh, 15-year-old boy want to kill his mama or use his mama in some formal fashion as money rituals. Go ahead. Some people, um, a video of a 15-year-old boy trying to use his mother and siblings for money rituals has gone viral on the internet. Mixed reactions in the process. Some people are blaming extreme poverty for the young boy's actions, but I bet to differ. And some and strongly believe it's only extreme greed, which will force a boy of his age to think about money rituals. Poverty has nothing to do with this. Young boys and girls nowadays want to blow money like the stars they see on TV. If it were poverty, he'd be thinking of daily bread. In this video, the 15-year-old boy stormed the native doctor's place to assist him in getting quick money. Looking at his age, the native doctor deceived him to swear an oath, not knowing it was a curse he was placing on himself, never to engage in money rituals, either now or in the future. Should we blame native doctors for also playing a role in the whole second craze? For money, looking at how they have taken over Facebook and they use to give soccer boys money. So who have taken over Facebook? The um the um native doctors have taken over Facebook. Hold on for a minute. Okay. Who's that in the background? Somebody got noise in the background? Yeah, that's not me. Sister Smith, you got your TV on? Excuse me, I'm sorry, I closed my door. All right. Okay. All right, Doug, go ahead. And um, so, go ahead. Well, that's the end of that article. Okay. All right, make sure you guys hit that like button if you haven't done so already. And let's. Yes. it's impossible to stay in the casket um, for two weeks. Um, Is it possible? Not eating, nothing? It's impossible to fast for 40 days. But Christ did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that's what they have to do. No, they got to stay in the... They, they got to stay in the casket for three days. Not three weeks. Oh, because uh, the report said two weeks. I, I heard like my Oh no, he probably had to stay in the graveyard two weeks. Oh yeah. But no, you got to stay there. He had to get in the casket at midnight. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you gotta you gotta stay in the casket for three days. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's that's what these um uh rituals of these celebrities, you know what I'm saying, passing their soul to the fire the mola. It's a three day thing and they got to be in there but naked because that symbolizes it is you came into this satanic world with nothing so 
whatever you gain in this world, you leave in this world. Mm, Case okay. in point, Michael Jackson. $400 million in debt. <clears throat> Says Ceres. Whoever that lady is. <laughs> Go ahead. Arthur C. Lyons. Him downstairs. Black emoji. Stephanie Smith says, amen. Now back to the story. All right, all right. Make sure you guys hit that like button if you haven't done so already. Go ahead. Blame my boys for kidnappings. Sakawa Kingpin of Busia confesses. The founder and leader of a notorious money ritual group known as Sakawa, Coffee on the Town, popular also called Abusia, which revealed, has revealed the secrets behind their activities, calling on the security agencies and Ghanaians to blame the recent spate of kidnappings, accidents, fires on Sakawa boys. According to him, these blood money groups which have emerged in the country are behind the series of kidnappings in the country. He explained that these Ghanaian Sakawa boys... Now you, you see this? <clears throat> Why ain't America report? You know, see, every time they report on Africa, they they report on, oh, Africa is the motherland. Let's invest in Africa. You go over to Africa, you either going to two things are going to happen to you. Either you are going to be launched, or you are going to come back a dummy. Because Did you say that, lunch? yeah, either you're going to be launched. Or you are going to come back a dummy. You know what I'm saying? Two ways you go over to Africa. You best believe they are going to take your star. Because actually, you are fresh. You you are fresh meat over there. You are full of energy. And that energy, they can use. You know what I'm saying? That's it. You know what I'm saying? Don't let these damn black conscious idiots push you into, Oh, Africa is the motherland. No. Africa will have you... Doing like Cindy, walking up and down wine dance, straight path and wine dance, butt naked, talking about blah, blah. Go ahead. He explained that these Ghanaian Sakawa boys, mainly influenced by the Nigerian counterparts, extort monies from kidnapped people's families to enrich them to enrich themselves. Abusia added that the monies of these Sakura Sakawa boys flow in abundance and the more people are killed through accidents and other disasters the cycle kingpin until his reformation was big time cyber forces who used to dupe foreigners with their credit cards but later established a ford group called blood money family in 2006 on social media where he signed on quite a number of youth yearning to get money overnight through dubious means from cape coast akira takarabi and call for See, that's the real BMF right there. You know what I'm saying? That BMF that Big Meech had, you know what I'm saying? That BMF was just a, a dealing drugs. This one right here is actually taking souls. <laughs> BMF. Why don't they do a series on this guy? You know what I'm saying? And let 50 Cent do that series. <laughs> Go ahead. Making the confession, he said he was after. He said this after. He said this was after he was introduced by one occult Nigerian called Larry, 
who made him the boss of Ghana for the group where he lured most of the youth into the occultism. He said stickers of blood of the blood group was embossed on his numerous Remind cards. you, this will remind you of somebody, right? The enemy, you know, those who call themselves us, uh, we'll, we'll call him universal. Gives a bum, um, like Birdman, $30 million. He goes from a hole in the wall record label with no distribution to a worldwide record label called Cash Money Records, courtesy of $30 million and an enemy called Universal. And what did that recruit people to do? Bling, bling. Bling, bling. Every time I had that, bling, bling. All that other stuff. Yo. And that encouraged everybody to do what? Well, that encouraged normal people to want to do everything, rob, steal, and kill for bling, bling. And it encouraged up-and-coming rappers to want to rap and sign to cash money. Oh, Lord. Birdman had many men in his bed. Because many men wanted to sign to Birdman. That's a recruitment right there. <laughs> Go ahead. Making the confession, he said, he said that stick. Oh, sorry. He said stickers of the blood group was embossed on his numerous cars, adding that they had fun almost every day in almost all the hot clubs in the country. Abusia, who claims to have converted into Christianity in oh, 2015. <laughs> He, he converted into who? Christianity. Went from one cult to another. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Africans' religion is voodoo. When you hear Africans saying that he's a Christian, he's saying that to gain your trust. That's all he's doing. When you see an African saying that he a Christian and he loved Jesus Christ, or when you see these Africans on social media, especially on Facebook, preaching, they're saying this these days because they know that this is what you want to hear, and they want to gain your trust. But once they gain your trust, then they will slowly introduce you to voodoo. And then next thing you know, either you are becoming a victim or you are going to be a recruiter. You have a lot of people who um, started to you know, um, give in to these Africans and became recruiters. Like Sinetta. Recruiters. Like Brother Polite. Recruiters. These are recruiters. Go ahead. Abusa, who claims to convert to Christianity in 2015, in an interview with Vision One, monitored by My News Ghana, advised Sakawa boys to stop killing innocent people and channel their energies on decent jobs. He explained that he sold all his cars except his house when he accepted Christ after he had a terrible dream where people had planned to stone him to death. So, you believe this hand might accepted Christ? Christ did not come for him. And he knows that. Even our enemy's book, called the J-E-W-I-S-H Encyclopedia, look up the word ham, and you will see what is his origin. 
What is his religion? This is what he does. He accepted Christ. You can't accept something that's not for you, Hamite. Christ died for the Israelites. The only thing you can do is do what Noah said. You are a servant of all servants. And a servant ye shall be. And ye and Shem shall have dominion over you. Who is Shem? Us. We are Shemites. But yet, people don't see that. Go ahead. Abushia advised the occult to stop tarnishing the image of Ghana through their fraudulent activities before they die untimely. He stated that the fabulous lifestyles of occults at the detriment of innocent people and the nation must be stopped. Speaking on Vision One monitored my news, Ghana, Abusa said, I love Ghana with all the money I got. I didn't want to travel abroad because Ghana is a dope country. And we want Ghana to be one of the richest and beautiful countries to be. We need to put a stop to Sakawa. Um, is Ghana rich? Ghana don't have paved roads. It's all dirt roads over there. So you can imagine how dusty their houses are because they come from out the street and they track that dirt right in their house. Ain't no richness about Ghana. I was just listening to a news program you know what I'm saying, from over there in Ghana, and now they are, you know what I'm saying, the, I think the, what, the governor or the mayor or whatever type of leader they got over there is, um, um, I forgot what you call it, is going over the country's budget, and, and a lot of things are getting cut over there right now, but they ain't telling you that, they tell you, oh, Ghana's this, Ghana's that, I literally was listening to Ghana News just earlier. And that's what they're in the process of doing. The leader is, whoever's the leader over there, I forgot, there's some African name. You know what I'm saying? Going over the country's budget and they are cutting a whole lot of things over in Ghana. Go ahead. There is no change of mind in the land of death. Don't die in your sins. Don't follow Range Rover bins and die in your sins because God loves you. Change your bad ways. I used to be in the dark. I have seen the light, and we all went into Sakawa again because of pressure. And that's the end of that article. Mm-mm-mm. Used to be in the dark, and now you see the light. That's not what the scriptures say, Hamite. That's not what the scriptures say. <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. The only thing that Hamites is good for, and I'm not trying to be racist, but the only thing that Hamites is good for is what the book of Genesis chapter 9 said they are good for. Servants. That's what they're good for. Servants. Go ahead. Oh, oh, make sure you guys hit that like button and uh, let's get to these question comments. Claudette Angelia Grant. Wow, that's a lot. Stephanie Smith. That's the lion's den. Jasper Sanders. Plus Birdman is a gay punk. Derek Hall. Remember Pastor Michael Smith, Birdman said at the concert, I mess with guys too, and all the men's 
came on the stage. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Juvenile said, wait a minute, man. There's too many damn guys up here. Let's go get some girls up here. <laughs> Birdman said, that's how I roll. I F with ends too. <laughs> oh, you should have seen him. You should have seen him when he was, he was just, it was like a kid in a candy store. He said, hey, give me, give me dude with the red hat on over there. Oh, and, and, and the dude with the green hat on over there. And him too. Oh, and him. Oh, give me him. Oh, give me him as well. Oh, he was, oh, he was going ham picking them in. You know what I'm saying? And they were just coming on stage. You know what I'm saying? Remember, this man had a pentagon in the top of his head. You know what I'm saying? If that, if he, if that ain't telling you that he's demonic, this man tattooed a damn pentagon or a star, you know what that is, on the top of his head. Go ahead. And Juvenile said, get some women on the stage because there's too many guys up here. T. Womack, hello everyone. Arthur C. Lyons, laugh out loud, I seen that too. Patricia Smith says, hello everyone. Now back to the story. All right, make sure you guys hit that like button if you haven't done so already. Go ahead. Suspected Rich Willis court attempted to kill a pregnant woman and Bakwa. Mm-mm-mm. Go ahead. A 40-year-old man was nearly lynched for allegedly attempting to murder a pregnant woman at a Jamesu in the Bakwa municipality of the Ashanti region. Oh, here goes another sh- <laughs> Negroes love to say, oh, we come from the Ashanti tribe. <laughs> Ashanti is Africans, people. Go ahead. Um, for money, for ritual purposes, the suspect was subjected to se- to several beatings. What? The suspect was subjected to several beatings by the locals after his hands were fastened to the legs. It took the intervention of the dominant police to save his life in the hands of the aggrieved residents of the area. Meanwhile, the victim had also been sent to Dominique's Health Center for medical attention. Kwame Afrifa, husband of the victim, told Silver SM that around 10 p.m. Sunday, while he was bathing outside the house, the suspect, together with other accomplices... This man said he was bathing outside the house. How many people do that? (laughs) Go ahead. With other accomplices, sneaked into the abode of his pregnant wife and begin struggling with her for the reasons best known to for the reasons best known to the perpetrator alone. According to him, the helpless woman screamed for help, which drew the attention of his elder brother and some residents to the scene to ascertain what was happening. He explained further that before his brother could enter the room, the suspect since in danger came out holding a machete, threatening to bush anyone who might come closer to him. Some eyewitnesses at the scene the husband stated also threatened to shoot and kill the suspect if he does not surrender, adding that the suspect was subsequently overpowered and arrested. He was naked, holding a machete, pretending to be mad person to beat the minds of the locals. But when beaten mercilessly, merc- mercilessly 
he confessed to being a gang of four hunting for pregnant women to kill them for bloody Sakawa business. The wow. husband of the victim told to So it is a business to kill a woman while she's pregnant for ritual purposes. Mm-mm-mm. Go ahead. The husband noted that the suspect confessed killing a pregnant woman in another locality with the gang, but luck eluded him when trying to kill another one that fateful day. Meanwhile, his accomplices managed to escape arrest after sensing danger. Mm, that's it. Damn, damn, damn. Just like the Florida Amazon says, damn, damn, damn. Make sure you guys hit that like button. Uh, let's get to the question comments. Patricia House, true pastor. I think I saw a Facebook video where the journalist visiting gave a show of how they wash in cow urine. Their hair turned yellow orange like it was dyed. They smell cow dung all over their face to perfect, protect them from the sun with dusting. Patricia House, and this white guy was doing what they were doing. Patricia House, I heard these African men were killing their women. Now back to the story. Uh, yeah, they, they're killing their women, and the ones that they want to keep, they circumcise them. All right, go ahead. The final story, Kasua murder. Soccer boys plan to use 11-year-old boy for rituals. The Kasua Divisional Police Command has begun investigations into the grisly killing of 11-year-old Ishmael Mensa. According to the police, the two suspects had planned to take the remains of the deceased for ritual Saturday evening. The suspects, Felix Nayako, 16, and Nicholas Keene, 17, were arrested on Saturday and are insisting the police with investigations. The Kasawa Divisional Police Command has commenced investigations into the grisly murder of an 11-year-old Ishmael Mensah who was allegedly killed by two teenagers for rituals. The Deputy Public Relations Officer of the Ghana Police Service, Sergeant Evans Entity, said both suspects, Felix 16 and Nicholas 17, are in police custody and will issue statements as part of the opening investigations to give account to the event to assist the police and its interrogation. The suspects were arrested on Saturday following a distress call by residents of Kasowa Lanti to police about the homicide incident. According to residents, the two police, the two suspects admitted killing the 11 year old boy for ritual purposes so they could make quick money. Sergeant Evans and Tinti disclosed that the ongoing investigations revealed the two suspects had planned to take the body of the deceased for ritual Saturday evening. Meanwhile, the remains of Ishmael Mensa had been deposited at the police hospital mortuary for autopsy. The mother, the mother of the 11-year-old boy who was gruesomely killed by two teenagers for rituals in Kosua Central Region has recounted how she got to know her son's murders. The bereaved mother disclosed that the elder sister of the 11-year-old Ishmael Mensa came to break the heart, rendering news to her. Speaking in an interview, told City News admitted she was shocked by her son's demise. 
And that's the end of that. All right. But you will never hear about these stories in America. Not about Africa. No, they want to paint a perfect picture of Africa. You know what I'm saying? Black Panthers, the Woman King. You know what I'm saying? They want to paint a perfect picture of Africa. Coming to America, Prince Hakeem. You know what I'm saying? And Jafet Jofo, whatever his name is. They want to paint a perfect picture of Africa. You show me a king in Africa. You show me a damn prince in Africa, and I show you a prince and a king who got their riches from scheming and robbing from you people in America. Lisa Ray. All right. Make sure you guys hit that like button, and that is going to do it for this Thursday Night Rich Report show. Oh, before we, let's get to these questions and comments. Uh, there's no more questions and comments. The comment board is empty, Pastor. But I got a question. Mm-hmm. You, did you hear about Lisa Ray? Her mother just died? Yes, yes, yes. We did the report on that. Yeah. Soon as she got with old Hammy, you know what I'm saying? Soon as she got with old Hammy, old washed up 1990s Players Club actress who haven't been hot since the Players Club now is showing off. Oh, yeah, that's right. She was in a UPN um, episode, um, series, TV. And she started in a Tupac um, music video talk show. No, well, you don't get paid. (laughs) You don't have to get paid nothing in no no music video. Just act free from um, 106 and Park. She's still looking for her check from the Yin Gang Twins. And all they say is, ha! <laughs> we looking for our check. You looking for yours. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, make sure you guys hit that like button. Uh, let's go to the final thoughts. Um, Brother Monday? Going once. Going twice. All right, they're going to run day. I'm sitting here thinking about how immoral it is to um, <clears throat> spend any kind of time in a graveyard and it backfired in his paper. Uh, yeah, yeah, he done went to the wrong person. He probably did. He probably did that ritual. The Juju priest probably told him to do that ritual, not for himself, thinking his it's for himself, but it probably really was for the damn Juju priest. I mean, it's all kind of weird to get caught up in that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, it, and all of this is is voodoo, and all it is is the um the conjuring up. Of demons, and when you conjure up these demons, now these demon demons have dominion over you, and now you have to do what the demons say do, and not the demons do what you say do. But the Most High God 
Christ says, don't ye know ye shall have power to step on scorpions. Ye shall, the things, the Christ says, the things you see me do, you ye shall do greater. So why give up the power and control over demons to have and to be in submission to demons? And people don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? Brother Polite is subject unto demons. That's why he had to commit such a wicked act in that 14-year-old girl. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Malachi York, nature boy. You know what I'm saying? All of these people is subject unto demons. Uh, Jaguar Wright, subject unto demons. When you can have power over them. That's the what about TDJ? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep, he's paid off, and yeah, he does the same thing. And a lot of these um, um, pastors, these past prosperity pastors, uh, they get pounded. Me and Sister Smith seen a report. I was going to do it. I was going to do it. But me and Sister Smith seen a report where some journalist obtained a video of Creflo Dollar getting pounded. Sister Smith, am I lying? No, you're not. <laughs> Don't say that reporter. Don't say the reporter, Sister Smith. Do not say the reporter. But yeah, <laughs> the reporter was doing a report and had a video. Of Creflo Dollar, knees touching his elbows, getting pounded like a pound cake. <laughs> yeah, these are the things that these celebrities got to do. So he preaching in his world changes churches, and the reason why he said the Lord's done away with because. He done took the bag, and he done took a lot of other things. <laughs> all right, all right. That's it, Brother Bundy? Yes, brother. Everyone take care. Have a very pleasant evening. Okay, all right. All right, that was Brother Monday. Sister Smith? All praises be to Almighty, and everyone have a great night. Amen, amen. That's Sister Smith and Sister Big Bram. Angela Faye Calloway, good evening, Pastor Smith, Lady Smith, and everyone. Claudette Angelia Grant, have a restful night, everyone. See y'all tomorrow. Blessings. Amen, amen. Good night, everyone. The Shia keep protecting us. Shalom. Good lessons as always, Pastor, co-host, and staff. Jasper Sanders, she played in family business also, and the old sister of the brat. They both are from Chicago, Lisa Ray and the brat. Patricia House, wow, wow, wow. And my final comments is good night to everyone and a higher blessings to everyone I'm here and and the, uh, my brothers and sisters here on the Bible study group with me online. 
and um, to Pastor Smith and Sister Smith, have a good night and see everyone tomorrow at 9. Amen. I have a all right, all right. And uh, Sister Day Day. Going once. Probably got to get our phone together. Going twice. Going three times. And Sister Teresa. Going once, going twice, going three times, and anybody else have any questions or comments before we close out, and we will close out, um, our father, uh, somebody say something, I'm glad to be back to you. Oh, oh, okay, our father, our father, which are in heaven, which are Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. On earth. On earth. As it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. Give us this day. Give us this day. Give us this day. Our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those that trespass against us. As we forgive those that trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation. Lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. But deliver us from evil. For thine the kingdom. For thine the kingdom. The power and the glory. Power and glory. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Alright. I bless you all. And see you guys tomorrow evening at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I highly bless you all. I bless you all. I family. All praise God. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.